Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Messiah Lifestyle with our host, Captain Planet. Black Hole Radio presents Messiah Lifestyle with our host, Captain Planet. Yes, welcome to everybody across the world, across the planet, across the diaspora. This is episode number five. I'm Captain Planet because you can't live on a planet without a plan, and the name of the show is called Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you, style is how you live it. Now, in our culture, they gave us to be like Michael Jordan, Jackson, and Tyson to be like, but why be like them when you could be like the Messiah? Now, this is a financial show. And there are a bunch of topics out there in this world that are a lot more important. However, finances dictates the power of our resources in this current planet we live on. So this is the episode five, episode five. Go check out episode one, two, three, four, and this is five. Today's topic, we're going to talk about exactly how you get from zero to a million dollars, the exact blueprint, the exact route that you take to get from zero to a million. Now, this is going to take some note-taking. This is going to take some note-taking from you guys, okay? Let's be clear. Now, if we want to do this, we have to set, set up a time frame that we want to do this in. Now, I, per- I preferably like 20-year time frame because in 20 years you can basically map out your exact blueprint of how you're going to do it. So, Get a pen, get a piece of paper, and uh, let's get prepared to go on this journey from zero to a million in 20 years. Okay? Imagine if we were going to take off to go to space, and it says five, four, three, two, one, take off. In order to take off, we have to set up our yearly breakdown. Okay? So the first column you're going to do is you're going to write yearly. Underneath yearly, you're going to write straight in a column all the way down 20 different lines. You're going to write 1, 2, 3, all the way down to 20, okay? So the first ledger or the first title you're going to write is yearly. Then underneath yearly, you're going to write 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So you can go ahead and do that. Next to yearly, to the right of that, the next column is going to be the investment. 
Because remember, a lot of people got paid last week, and the first thing they went to do is save. Now, here on Messiah Lifestyle, where life is what God gives you, style is how you live it, we're going to move forward because we're always going to think forward thinking. And saving is not going to get you forward towards investing. So the name of that column is invest is the investment column. So first you have yearly. Then to your right, a yearly, you're going to write investment. Now, in the mosque, when I went to the mosque, they taught me that mathematics could be proven at no point in time. So the third column is going to be math, okay? You're going to write the word math. The fourth column is going to be 10%. And the reason why I utilize 10% because 10 is easy because I learned in third grade all you have to do is when you multiply something times 10 is move the decimal point over to your right once. The last column to the uh, right is going to be titled Total Investment. Because we want to keep track of our progress. Okay? So, again, the first column is yearly. That's how many years you've been investing. The second column to the right is investment because we're moving past saving and we're even moving past a budget. We're going to figure out how to invest every time we get a dollar. The third column is math because we want to be able to check our math. The fourth column is how much money our money is going to make off of it, which is 10%. And the fifth column is total investment. Now, that's five different, one, two, three, four, five different um, titles for the columns, okay? Year one, what we're going to try to do is we're going to not try because to try is to fail. What we're going to do is invest $5,000. Now, people say, hey, how am I going to invest $5,000? Well, you're going to plan to invest $5,000, okay? 5000 divided by 52 weeks is $96. 5000 divided by 26, if you get paid biweekly, is $192. So basically, your goal is to start off saying, if it's every biweekly, because I'm a biweekly guy, I'm going to speak to my biweekly people, your goal is to be able to save slash invest $192. Now, question, what am I going to invest that $192 in? Okay, so you have to open up a brokerage firm, okay, a brokerage firm, and then we're going to go to Google, and this, again, I'm not a financial advisor. However, this is my story. This is exactly how I got there. This is my story. So Apple, when you go to Google, Apple's going to tell you that. Uh, when you go to Google, it's going to tell you that Apple is number one in the world. Okay? Next, I invested in my brokerage account was Microsoft. Okay? You can write that down. Next, um, what I invested in my account was VOO. Now, VOO is Vanguard's version of the S&P 500. S&P 500 is 505 of the largest stocks in the world, which is 80% of the money in the world, 
which as a minimum, companies have to $10 billion to be a part of that particular index. Okay? Now, I caution you. I caution you with Tesla. Okay? Tesla goes up and down at a rapid race. However, I believe all new investors need to be exposed to that. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. This is just my story, okay? Last but not least, you must be exposed to the future, which is cryptocurrency, and that's Bitcoin, okay? Now, again, I'm not a financial advisor. However, this is my story. So you got Apple, you got Microsoft, you got VOO, you got Tesla, and you got Bitcoin, okay? Now, once again, $5,000 divided by 26 is 192, okay? 192 divided by 5 is $38. So you're going to have to get a brokerage account that allows you to um, purchase fractional shares, and the brokerage account that I know of that allows you to purchase fractional shares is called Charles Swap, Okay? So you're going to take that 192, you're going to divide it by five, and then you're going to invest in Apple, Microsoft, VOO, Tesla, and Bitcoin. Okay? At the end of the year, your input is going to be $5,000. Okay? Let's go back to the um, graph that I told you to write out with the different columns. Your yearly, you're going to write year one. Your investment total is going to be 5000 The math is going to be blank. 10% is going to be blank. Total investment is going to be 5000 okay? Now, on the second year, what you're going to do is you're going to take year, you're going to invest another $5,000. Then you're going to add the $5,000 from the year before, and then you're going to add 10% of cumulative interest. What's 10% of cumulative interest of 5000 We move the decimal point the other way, $500. Simple enough, right? So 5000 plus 5000 plus you made 10% of cumulative interest within a two-year span, minimum you're going to make that. That's $10,500. Now, here's what was happening. Along this journey, I did not get to my goal until year seven. Okay, so I went seven years straight of missing my target goal. But here's what I learned about life as I was telling people about this plan and how I wrote it all out. The more I compared myself and I shared my plan with others, the more I realized that they didn't have a plan. Even when I told them something and I showed them something that was true based upon mathematics, this is mindset I'm talking now. So you could, you know, you could relax when taking the notes. This is straight mindset. I realized that these other people didn't live a life of planning, so they never saw their own plans come to fruition. So I've been planning since eight years old. You know how many basketball games you're playing for the year. You know how many football games you play for the year. You know how many games you've got to win to be able to get into the playoffs. And the goal is always to either win the championship every year, whether it was basketball or football. And you don't quit. You leave it all out on the floor. This is what coaches are telling you, that you maximize your potential, and then you could be able to sleep good at night. Now, if you didn't leave it all on the floor, then you wouldn't be able to sleep good at night. So I want you guys, when you get paid, to leave it all on the floor, leave it all into your investments, okay? Do not save anything, all right? Make sure that you 
maximize your potential and you attempt to stick to this simple plan. Okay, year three, we're going to put in another $5,000. $5,000 underneath the investment column, underneath the math column is going to be 10500 because that's what you had the year before. If you add 5000 plus 10500 move the decimal point over one, it's going to be 10% accumulative interest. That's $1,050 you are going to make as a rate of return. Now, what does rate of return mean? Rate of return means the amount of money that you're making off your money. So underneath total investment, that's going to be $16,550 upon completion of the third year. Now, I'm going to jump ahead because I'm going to give you the blueprint. The blueprint is this. For the first five years, you're going to invest $5,000, okay, per year. Upon the completion of the fifth year, um, the 10% accumulative interest is going to be 2320 which is going to be a total investment of $30,525 total, okay? So there's a book out there. I, I hate giving um I don't want to utilize the word heat. There's a book out there that says it takes 10,000 hours to master your craft. I'm not sure if you believe that to be true, but that just sounds psychologically correct. And what's 10,000 hours? Let's break down if you work 40 hours a week times 50, that's 2,000. 2,000 times 5, that's 10,000 hours. So upon completion of your fifth year, because you should be a master of your craft. We're going to increase the investment because you have five whole years of doing this. You have five whole years of seeing that this is going to work. Now, after you see that it's going to work and your 10% is working, you're going to do whatever you have to do to increase your investment to $30,000. So in between year five and year six, you're going to increase the input that you put into yourself. Because remember, input equals output. The more you put in, the more you're going to get out, okay? So you're going to increase it to $30,000 that you're going to put in. $30,000 plus, let's go to the math column, you already had $30,525. accumulative interest of that is $3,052, which is going to be a total of $63,577 total investment. Now, that's a big jump. So, Year five, upon completion of year five, you had 30525 due to the fact that you input 30000 and it's going to jump 63577 okay? From this point on, from year six all the way down to year 20, you're going to input in $30,000, okay? Let's back it up. From year one to year five, you're putting in $5,000 per year, Okay? Because I understand how this thing goes, and then we're going to break that down to 5000 per year. We go back to the calculator again, comes out to what? 5000 divided by 26 is $192 a check. So notice how I'm breaking everything down. We're going to go come up with the large number, then we're going to break it down to increments. If you get paid biweekly, you've got 26 games a year. 26 games a year. You're in the league now. You're a professional. This is real life. So you have to see yourself as an NBA player. You have to see yourself as an NFL player. Matter of fact, as the Ma say, you got to see yourself as a God, and God know everything. 
So you got to know everything about yourself financially. Don't know more about something else than you know about yourself, okay? Quite often, I ask my peers in the, uh, at work or I ask my friends, um, well, how much, are they, how much did they invest their last check? They don't have the exact answer. How much are they going to invest? They don't have the exact answer. They tell me sometimes some long time ago. Okay, let's go. We got up to year six. We we now changing the investment that we're putting in. Okay, we're gonna skip to year thirteen. Year thirteen is key. Teenth year that we input in thirty thousand and the year prior to that was three hundred and forty four thousand and ninety five dollars. Ten percent increase of that is thirty four thousand four hundred and nine. Okay, that's key. Because what that's saying is you have to invest for 13 years straight before your output is more than your input. Let me break that down. That's so powerful. That's so deep of a concept. Let me break that down for you. Again, you have to invest 13 years straight according to this plan. For the first five years, it's $5,000 a year that you're putting in maintaining, making 10% accumulative interest. And then from year six, because you're a master of your craft, you don't put in 10,000 hours of whatever you're doing. We're going to increase the amount of input slash investment. When I say input, I mean investment, y'all. Then by the year 13, you're putting in 30,000, but guess what? 10% accumulative interest is $34,000. $409. That means your output, your rate of return, is more than your input. According to this plan I'm giving you, if you miss a day, if you miss a biweekly period, you're pushing back the ability that your rate of return is going to be more than your actual physical input. And that's what you want to do. So I want you to understand, family that it only takes 13 years of hard-nosing, hard work, and dedication and paying attention. For some reason, we don't want to pay attention to ourselves more than anything else, but it only takes 13 years straight of paying attention to be able at a 10% accumulative interest to be able to receive more money off of the money that you put in. And on the 13th year, the total is $408,504, Okay. I want everybody to be clear with that. That's uh, that's so major. You must stay focused for 13 years straight. Okay? Now let's skip down to year 17. Year 17, you're going to put in another $30,000. The year prior to that was $643,017. Okay? The 10% accumulative interest is 64000 and $301, which is a total of $737 and $318. Now, family, you got to stay super focused. What I just broke down to you was that it took 13 years to make more money on your money, and then when it, it only took three more years to double, four more years, I'm sorry, it only took four more years to double going from 34,000 rate of return to 64,000 as a rate of return, okay? So you put in 30,000, however you made 64,000. Now, let's get to year 20, you put in another 30,000. You had $955,153, 
10 percent of that is 95,515 the total math on that is 1,080,666 but here's the key the 10 percent is 95,000 so it took 13 years to make more than what you put in then it took another four years to double the amount of rate of return that you put in and then it took another three years to triple the amount okay and then for the rest of your life think about it if you got a million dollars and you're making 10 percent of cumulative interest every year you built in a self-sufficient pension for yourself so to speak where you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year now you don't have to spend the whole hundred thousand all you have to do is be in position to push your DNA into the future and be able to assist them and provide resources with them. <clears throat> so I gave you a quick 20-year breakdown. I'm going to give you the short version. Uh, Brother Forrest, I'm going to have him email everyone who emails us the exact breakdown. So to get the breakdown that I just gave you, and I know this is over the radio, and I'm kind of glad I did it this way where you might not be able to fill in all the gaps, you need to email us at blackholeradio at gmail.com. That's black, B-L-A-C-K, whole, W-H-O-L-E, radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Email us, and Brother Forrest will email you that exact breakdown so that you can see the 20-year breakdown. Um, that was, I wanted to get straight to the business um, this week on the fifth episode. wanted to get straight to the business because I noticed um, sometimes I get into the mindset. Education ain't fun, family. I know we want it to be, but education ain't fun. Um, last episode on episode four, <clears throat> I spoke about the things that could prevent you from being a millionaire. Now we're going to get specific to the calendar. Five, four, three, two, one. In January, they hit you with Happy New Year. Some of us went out and bought new outfits. Some of us went out and bought new outfits and went out with our lady, whether it be our wife. Um, some of us went out with our lady, our wife, um, our kids. So that's four two kids, husband and wife. Now, that's four new outfits we purchased for New Year's to go celebrate with the family. God forbid some of us was drinking alcohol. God forbid some of us was doing other things. We're not even going to mention those things. Let's uh, retract that last statement, the alcohol. We just went and bought new outfits. Some of us hosted the rest of the family, and we paid for food. Hopefully it was healthy food, um, health is wealth. And we had a good time, and we celebrated. But if we did not get with family and we discussed what we were building, then we set ourselves back, okay? Um, I have a definition of what luxury is. Luxury, according to the Messiah Lifestyle definition and dictionary book, yeah, I got to put that in the back of the book when the book is going to be completed. I'm going to put a glossary and change definitions because we need to change our thought process on things. Luxury to the Messiah lifestyle is getting with family, friends, and associates, building something, building something. That's the key. If you get up with family, friends, and associates, and y'all just high-five and have a good time, 
Um, I don't know who said it last, but that's intellectual masturbation. It's not even intellectual masturbation because you're not doing anything intellectual. You're just getting up and you're actually literally killing time. So the name of the game is to get with family and friends and associates who you wish to be with, and then y'all must be building something. Okay, that's what we're going to do. Also, what's another holiday they hit us with in uh, January? They hit us with the Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Okay? I mean, Martin Luther King did his thing for, for the vision and the lenses that he was seeing things, and he was able to put the open enemy's um, hypocrisy on display by being nonviolent and showing how violent they were to the rest of the world. He did an amazing job in that category. However, it's not to be celebrated because they killed him. Like, I, I, I get disgusted. Like, how am I celebrate somebody you killed? Like, meaning I'm not saying not to celebrate him, but I'm saying, like, that whole aura of it is a distraction that we're going to celebrate him, but we're not going to remind ourselves of the fact that the open enemy whacked him. Like, I don't know, man. It just upsets me. That's how I look at it. Um, so those are the things in January that they try to distract us. And definitely, um, if you celebrated New Year's and you went out and made a purchase, and when you buy something, you're not getting it back. Spend something. The last three letters of spend is end. That's E-N-D. Okay? We're in this. We want to. Let's have create a holiday. When are we going to have an investment holiday? When we gonna have a holiday where we all get together and the family says, uh, and, and, and we put our intelligence on display and we debate who's going to come up with the best investment plan? That's what I really want to know. When, when are we going to do that? Then they hit us with uh, February, the shortest um, month of the year. Then, you know, they hit us with the black history. We already know the technology behind that. The technology behind that is black history. We don't talk about Africa. It only talks about what um, the black Asiatic black gods have done while we were over here. And that's the first thing they did. History is best qualified to reward all research. They removed our history. So since this is a financial show, the play we're going to run is we're going to increase our history. We're going to pay more attention to ourselves than anything else. We're going to create documentation with speech conversation. We're going to write down every time we get paid. Episode one, I gave you a 35-step breakdown of what to do. Go check that out, Okay. Uh, I've got to add one more step to that because I was watching uh, RZA, and he said from Wu-Tang to 36 chambers. So I, the reason why he said 36 chambers, multiply that times 10, that's 360 universal degrees of information. So I'm, maybe I'm going to add one more step to that. But as of now, there's 35 steps in episode one that I gave you that you can break down. Of course, don't get distracted by Black History Month and what they're saying. February 2nd is Groundhog Day. We don't really spend too much money on Groundhog Day. I, I don't know anybody who's ever spent money on Groundhog Day, so we, we're pretty much bulletproof on that one. However, Valentine's Day, oh, my gosh. I know several people that go to Victoria's Secrets. By the way, the open enemy tells you in the investment world that you should invest in things that you buy or purchase. That's false as especially in this case. A dressed-up Hot Pocket is not worth anything, okay? When we go to Victoria's Secrets and we purchase dressed-up Hot Pockets, you're giving your money to the other team. At the same time, their stock ain't even doing that well, so I wouldn't advise you to invest in that. But Valentine's Day, how much do we spend on Valentine's Day? 
First of all, Valentine's Day is every day with your mate, okay? Number one, every day with your mate. And I'm listen, I'm telling you through failure. I'm not telling you through success. But maybe I should, um, I don't know how I should present this. But every day is Valentine's Day with your lady, with your mate, and not in the essence of celebrating it the way society celebrates it, but celebrating that you got to move as one so you ain't got to suffer no consequences. That means you're praying every day with your lady. That means you're reviewing over your um, economics with your lady. And every two weeks you're, you're looking at your average profit margin above your bills and making sure that y'all protecting everything that y'all developed and y'all are not going backwards. So if you spend money on Valentine's Day, we definitely need to stop that and we need to increase the amount of time that we spend with each other. If you go to the movies and you go see Scream and you go see Creed, that's four hours. You need to be spending four hours worth of time going over your finances. You need to really chart it out that way, okay? Um, I had some fun this last um, two weeks, and I spent $400, went out with a couple friends, and I paid for the bill, and it was $400. Um, I also committed to that I was going to take a vacation at the end of the year three biweekly periods ago. And that vacation, after I broke it down, came out to um, $173 a check. So what's that 173 times 26? The answer is 4498 They told me the vacation was going to cost $4,000. So what I did was when I got paid, I spent the $400, right? It can't come back. So I took 400 and I put that extra principal towards the payment in a mortgage as an investment form to remind myself that, yes, I spent that money, but now I'm going to apply $400 extra to the principal and think 30 years ahead. So you see how I have a system if I spend money of how I'm going to get it back, okay? Now, let's go back to um, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. We're done with that, okay, economically. What's next? We got President's Day. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Get money, please. Hip-hop done destroyed us, man. Like, oh, my gosh. I can't even believe I uh, I repeated that um, as many as times as I did. Um, we're not out for presidents to represent us because we already know who's on those dollar bills, but we're out to protect our resources and be able to push our DNA into the future to assist with um, power of giving them um, something to be able to provide for the next generation legacy-wise, okay? Let's go to um, February 22nd. That's Ash Wednesday. Now, I'm not sure how many people, I don't know anybody who spent money on Ash Wednesday. I really, really don't. I really, really don't. But what we need to do is for Black History Month, try to find out all of the um, black-owned companies that are in your area, the black-owned small businesses that are in your area. Start off with one month and try to figure out subconsciously how do we support companies that we need, not companies that we want. I'm not talking about going to a black-owned um, store. That's not a necessity. Let's try to figure out what is within that black-owned store that is a necessity. And then go reach out to them and tell them the things that you wish to have that are necessities so maybe they'll be able to think about supplying it. Okay, let's go to March. March 8th, okay, they have it marked down in my phone. March 17th, I'm sorry, is um, St. Patrick's Day. Okay, the crazy part is sometimes I don't even remember the last time I seen it on TV, but I'll be seeing it 
us at St. Patrick's Day at the parade. Now, maybe you have somebody in your family who's from Irish descent. Maybe. I'm not sure. But the ability that you went out there to spend money on food, drink, and have a good time, again, you're taken away from the thought process and the time that you actually have to be able to um, utilize, man. You got, like, we got to be so focused. We in the middle of war. And one of the tactics that the open enemy is utilizing are distractions. And all holidays are just that. They are distractions. And then we're going to go celebrate another culture that's outside of our culture and go support that. That sounds crazy to me. I'm not sure how it sounds to you guys. But that doesn't um, sound like a good plan. And you know that's my favorite words. You can't live on a planet without a plan. Okay. So St. Patrick's Day, we could forget about that. We could forget about buying anything green. We could forget about all of that. Okay. We got Ramadan, March 22nd this year, going into the 23rd. Okay. Amazing um, holiday. Maybe I might be biased. Okay. But what we're not going to do during Ramadan is we're not going to spend anything extra because where is all of our focus going? Our focus is going to go on to the Quran. Our focus is going to go on to our eating and the fasting and properly um, managing our time based on prayer and our stomach. Okay? Let's go. April. They want us to celebrate being a fool. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Where did they come up with this stuff, man? And we keep fool we keep falling for this. I just remember as a kid saying April Fools playing tricks, uh, my friends and stuff like that. But now I'm a full grown adult. I see that they've been punting April Fools on us every day of the year. They tricking us out of opposition. What's one of my favorite tricks I like to talk about? Let's go to the home um to the real estate game. Today's uh interest rate is roughly about six percent. The open enemy tells you, hey, man, you could come get this $500,000 home for 6%. In actuality, though, he hits you with amortization. What is amortization? Here's another dictionary word. I'm going to change the definition. Amortization is the ability for the open enemy to lie to you directly in your face. He told you on paper it was 6%. The house is 500000 Your relationship between you and him is 2997 Wait, $2,975. Let me just double check that. I said that off the top of my head. Let's go to the videotape. You type in 500000 Okay. You type in 6%. You hit calculate. Correct. The monthly relationship between you and the bank is $2,997.75. Now, if you click amortization, it shows you on your first month you're paying $2,500 in interest, $497.75 in principal. Now, that's a problem. The reason why that's a problem is because third-grade math taught you you do is over of equals X over 100. You take 2,500, multiply it times 100, that's 250,000, then you divide it by 2,997.75, the answer comes out to 83%. So you're running a play for third and six, but really the play is third and 83. 
Congratulations, April Fools. They've been fooling us the entire time. Okay, so they're living up to that holiday where they're fooling us. Palm Sunday, April 2nd, <clears throat> you may go out and buy a new suit, new shoes. Again, taking away time, taking away finances, spending money, and the last three letters of spend is end, and you're ending your ability to be able to um, invest and be able to stick with the plan, okay? Let's go. What's the next day? What's the next holiday they got for us in April? Okay, they got Passover, another religious holiday. I'm not sure how much we're spending on Passover. Okay, Good Friday. Maybe you might have bought a suit to go to church, okay, when you're preparing for Easter. Okay, we already know what, what Easter's doing to us. We already know. I've seen so many grandmothers go out and buy these fancy hats, buy these fancy clothes, but did not. But did, Matter of fact, add up right now. Go online and add up four suits, um, husband, wife, and two kids. Take the time to go add that up. Four suits right now. Go to Macy's. The shoes in there, that's all I want to know. <laughs> did you put the shoes in there? Okay? Did you put the shoes in there? Let's go back to the calendar. So four suits, $400, four pair of shoes. That's another $400. That's $800 right there. $800 right there we were spending that we could have been able to purchase Apple, Microsoft, VOO, Tesla, or Bitcoin. Come on now. They're getting us, man. They're getting us. And they're playing on our self-esteem. When you purchase fashion, you purchase clothes, that is based upon a feeling that you have. You know, like they say, look good, feel good. No. I want to invest good and feel good. I don't want to look good and feel good. That's the, that's the feeling. I want to invest good and feel good, knowing that I'm purchasing the freedom for my next generation. Every move I make, I'm trying to be conscious as much as possible of what is God saying about what is the Messiah saying about this decision that I'm making financially with the blessings that he's given me? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Okay? Let's go to April 16th, Orthodox Easter. I'm not sure how much money they're spending on that day. April 18th, I guess they got that down as a holiday. That's the tax day. Um, we have some more religious holidays. Okay, we got Earth Day um, after that. Let's go to May. Here we go again. Cinco de Mayo. Here we go again. My Espanols is out here partying. Here we go again. The six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, the uh, Asiatic black god, the cream, the creator, the originator, the god, the universe. We out there partying with the ladies. Talking about Cinco de Mayo. We having fun. We might have bought another new outfit. We drinking alcohol. We eating food. We celebrating it up. Again, when are we going to have an investment holiday where we get with the whole family and we figure out who got the best idea, okay? Uh, Raheem may be talking stocks. Uh, Khalil may be talking um, real estate. Malachi may be talking business. When are we going to sit down and be transparent with our own books 
to say who is doing what so the other can be able to understand and may take interest in that. That's what we need to be doing on these quote-unquote holidays. If we have off from work, we need to be getting together and designating this situation. Here we go with Mother's Day. (laughs) Here we go with Mother's Day. Now, yes, the black woman validates the black man to be God, okay? Therefore, the black family is God. Yes, the family needs together. But as the mother, you need to be breaking it down of how we trying to set a legacy and how we get in our wills in order, our trust in order, what we're investing to be able to push into the future, what stocks we buying, what companies are we buying. Does everybody in the family know how many options they have available to us within their 401K, their 403B, their TD account, their military account? Um, do we know the exact number that's available? That's key. Second, do we know what option within their 401K, their 403B, their TDA account, their military account? Do we know what option is bringing the best rate of return? Does everybody know the average profit margin above their bills? Does everybody know their net worth? Does everybody know how many paychecks they have in, how many paychecks they have left to get to their goal? Does everybody know how have a GPS on their money, have a guard portfolio system? Do they know the distance between where they are and where they want to be? But no, we're sitting here um, telling stories that are transparent, but we don't have no stories that are transparent financially. That's all I'm saying. That's what we should be talking about on Mother's Day. What what the last mother attempted to do, um, what the last mother attempted to utilize the home as her base and not her place, but her home base to be able to push the DNA into the future as well as the resources to assist with legacy for the next generation so we could purchase their freedom. Here we go, May 29th, Memorial Day. I was guilty going to Cancun, foolery, going to um, Black Bikers Weekend in um, South Carolina, foolery. Um, I guess it's in my genes. My pops is 70 years old. He bought a he bought a bike the other day, a motorcycle, foolery. Um, and he actively did that. But the issue with that is he didn't actively spend $30,000 of an investment for his two grandchildren. That's the issue that I personally have with it. And I'm trying to medicate his mind and talk to him about that. Like, how do you do that? But then you don't do this right here, which is a clear, good idea. Um, okay, that's Memorial Day. Let's go to June. June 14th, Flag Day. We ain't spending too much bread on Flag Day, okay? Um, Father's Day, June 18th. Here we go again. We're going to give our fathers some socks and some T-shirts. We're going to buy him some new pair of shoes, maybe some old school shoes. All of that is foolery. But instead, we need to be sitting down with our fathers and trying to figure out what could we do collectively as a family? How many fathers can we get together in this family and we all invest together? That's what I want to see on Father's Day. How many fathers within the family? And how many fathers within the town? And how many fathers within the city? And how many fathers within the state? And how many fathers in the country are going to say, I put up X amount of dollars towards this or 
if every father paid extra payment towards the mortgage, if every father said, I'm saving X amount of dollars to be able to be a homeowner, if every father said, I'm going to do on Father's Day, I'm going to collect $1,000 from my family, and we all going to purchase Apple shares, we all going to purchase Microsoft shares, we all going to purchase VOO, which is the S&P 500, which is 505 of the largest stocks in the world. We all going to purchase Bitcoin on Father's Day. We all going to purchase um, Tesla on Father's Day. That's how I want to celebrate, okay? Another religious holiday. Okay, June, July 4th, here we go, Independence Day. Here we go. We out here burning our money up. Oh, my gosh. The guy across the street from me every year, he's putting on these fireworks for the kids, and they're like, oh, my gosh. And I'm sitting there saying he's literally lighting his money on fire. I'm not sure if he knows that. I'm not sure if everybody knows when you go light firecrackers, whether you go to Pennsylvania, whether you go to Jersey, and you quote-unquote buy these M80s for cheap, and you buy all of this stuff. So you done spent $40 in gas to get there, $40 in gas to get back, that's 80 and you done spent $220, you done spent $300 to burn your money on fire, and you think that's cool. How crazy is that, man? We got to break that cycle right there. To be able to get to a million dollars, you got to have laser focus. You can't, you got to have blinders on. You can't look left. You can't look right. Do not get caught up in the 4th of July. That is another trick the open enemy wants you to go out there and burn up your paper. And meanwhile, he's just oppressing um, situation after situation. The bank, uh, a sucker's born every day is a model with inside of the bank that they're doing by overcharging interest. And we got to run a play to be able to get rid of that interest. What's next that they hit you with? Okay, another religious holiday. Okay, let's go to August. August, they gave us a break? Ain't no holidays in August? Oh, shoot. Then they hit us with September, Labor Day. Oh, my gosh. We are the labor. <laughs> Yo, how are we going to celebrate and they utilize our labor of our blood, sweat, and tears? Now, here's the thing. You got to utilize your labor. You got paid last week. You got to figure out how much of that money from your labor are you going to redirect and put towards an investment. So cool. We already know if you listen to the episodes prior, number two, three, or four, you already know what to do with your money. What do we do with our money? We take our average profit margin above our bills, and we attempt to not um, decrease the amount of money we're paying in taxes by investing in a pre-tax um, category such as 401K, 457, 403B, TDA account, or military account. Once we take our average profit margin above our bills, that's the amount of points we score in every week that we're going to invest, we do that. We're going to invest that into the equity index fund. The equity index fund is the S&P 500, which is 505 of the largest stocks, which is 80% of the money in the world, which as a minimum, a company has to make $10 billion to be a part of. We're going to invest in that. Okay, from there, now we're going to invest in a brokerage account in the outside. What's a brokerage account? A brokerage account allows you to purchase individual shares. What are the what are the top five since this is episode five? Well, this is what I did. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. This is the, everything I'm telling you is what I did. This is what I do. 
You're going to invest in Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, VOO, which is an index fund. And then we're going to invest in Bitcoin because we have to expose ourselves to cryptocurrency. Okay? September 16th, another religious holiday. 25th, another religious holiday. Now we in October, October 9th, Columbus Day. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to celebrate. We ain't spending no bread, but it's just a psychological um, finger pop they doing to us. How can you discover something where people are already at? I mean, that's just that's just a third grader saying, but why? But why? That's what I said as a kid. Um, how, how are you going to discover something where people are already there? So we already know um, they just chumping us with that. Here we go now. Here we go with Halloween. Halloween. Now, the open enemy got us to alter ourselves. As soon as he knew that we altered ourselves, he knew he won because the brain travels 24 billion miles per second. And if he can get you to alter yourself, then he's getting you to act in a fashion where you're not yourself anymore. So you're going to go out and purchase money and buy a costume to be something that you're not, okay? I don't know. I was taught the black man was God. I heard that. I wish I knew the first person to tell me that um, so I can go thank them. But I've heard it so much, and I don't take it for granted, okay? I appreciate it because the definition of appreciation is a rise in value, and that creates a rise in my value. At no point in time do I want to paint my face and be something else. At no point in time do I want to paint the the, the kids in my family's face and have them be something else. At no point in time do I want a trick or a treat. Because that's a trick. That's the trick, the treat. They're giving us a treat. They're giving us a, a, a time for us to celebrate and be other than ourselves. Um, I definitely don't want to do that. And please don't spend money on um, Halloween. Okay? These are all booby traps. These are all traps. November, let's see, daylight savings time. We ain't spending no bread there. Election day. Oh, my gosh. Election day. So we're going to go out and vote for somebody who really don't have the power that has to submit to someone else, but then we utilize that as a source of progress. Listen, I know people died for voting for our ability to be able to vote, but we got to be smart about this thing. we got to create a vote within ourselves of the power, and what we're going to utilize our vote is we're going to take our money that we make and we're going to vote on what company going to work for us, what company we're going to own that's going to report to us and pay us dividends, what real estate that we're going to purchase to be able to get a passive income, what real estate that we're going to get into and then figure out a way to create passive income collecting to be able to not pay the interest that they're charging us on the extra. That's our election day, okay? Okay, now, where we at? Thanksgiving. Wait, back up. Veterans Day. Hold on, back up, back up. Yeah, so Veterans Day. Veterans Day is November 10th. Okay, cool. Now, we don't spend too much money on Veterans Day, but in the event that you do, <clears throat> you got to just realize that um, people lost their lives to fight for their company, this country. And this country, with the melanated people, we get disrespected every day. So I'm not sure if you really want to celebrate that pertaining to going to war. Um, Muhammad Ali say, I, I think if I'm quoting him correctly, Viet Cong ain't calling me no nigga. I'm getting called a nigga right here. Um, Thanksgiving. Now, the open enemy killed. Matter of fact, I didn't even grow up with no one who was quote-unquote an Indian. 
I didn't grow up with, with no one who quote unquote looked like whatever they showed us on TV with a typical Indian look like. And the reason why I didn't grow up with them is because they killed them all. Okay. Uh, or, or they sent them to be on a reservation far away. And then they gave them tax abatements on alcohol and cigarettes. What do you think, uh, if you give a culture just alcohol and cigarettes, what the end result is, if you repetitively repeated, I don't even know the word, but you know what I'm saying. If you consistently give them alcohol and cigarettes, what do you think the end result of that's going to be? Okay, let's go to December. December, another um, religious holiday. Okay, let's go to Christmas Eve. Okay, now people go all year, whether they're saving or subconsciously they spend the money and put it on credit cards for in the name of some guy that doesn't look like them and some guy that they're going to give the credit to, but they bust their hump the whole year. Okay, I don't even have to. I I, I believe the listeners that we have here fully understand um, the technology behind that, and we're definitely not going to do that. So I estimate all of those things that we said, um, if you add it up, it's definitely more than $192 every two weeks, definitely more than $5,000. But if we can fast from Christmas um, and Christmas Eve, and what's the next thing? Oh, then they hit us with Kwanzaa. They want to give us some soul clapping. They want to give us some spiritual disco and give us a Kwanzaa. And then uh, New Year's Eve to end it off for the year. So if we fast from all of these holidays, you'll be able to achieve your goal of putting in your first yearly investment of $5,000. As I stated before, let's go back to the education now. Uh, The education is you're going to write it down again real quick. You're going to write a column down yearly. That's going to be the title of that column. The next column to the right is going to be investment, how much money you're investing. The next column is the math from the year before. The next column is 10% of cumulative interest. The last column or the fifth column is your total investment. Again, from year one to year five, you're going to invest $5,000 per year. At the conclusion of year five, that comes out to $30,525. Year six, it takes 10,000 hours to be a master of your craft. So remember, remember now, 40 hours a week times 50 is 2,000. 2,000 times 5 is 10,000. Um, that's 30,000. You're a master of your craft. You're going to input putting in $30,000. At the conclusion of year 6, you're going to have $63,577. Fast forward to year 13. Remember I said you have to in, you have to stick to the plan for 13 years straight. You're going to be putting in another 30000 on year 13. However, your rate of return is 34000 So that's the first time your output is more than your input. Okay, that's working hard for 13 years straight. So let me break that down again. Year 1 through 5, you're putting in $5,000 individually every year. Your goal is to get 10% of cumulative interest. Year six to year twenty, you're putting in thirty thousand dollars a year, because remember you're a master of your craft. Year thirteen, you're going to put in thirty thousand, and then you're going to receive thirty-four thousand 
as a rate of return. So you're making more off of your money, and that is the goal. It takes 13 years straight according to this plan. Year 17, that is, is going to double to $64,000 you are making off your money. Remember, you're only putting in thirty. However, you're going to make $64,000 that year because of the accumulative interest that's built up. Again, if you wish to get this um, breakdown, you have to go to Black Hole Radio. That's B-L-A-C-K-W-H-O-L-E, radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com, okay? And then you'll be, we'll email you this breakdown. Year 20, um, you're putting in $30,000. you are going to receive 95515 of cumulative interest, and that's a total of $1,080,000. Our family, I hope I served you. Um, hold on. Yeah, I hope I served you, family, and I hope um, you took notes. And um, you can't live on a planet without a plan. The name of the game is um, This is Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you, style is how you live it. They gave us some BS to mimic. And why do the, why, why mimic that? when we can attempt to manage all of our blessings. Brother Forrest, you out there in the ether, you out there in the world? Let me let me let me dial up space and get um Brother Forrest down here and bring him on down so that he'd be able to uh close us out. Yeah, once again, um life is what God gives you, style is how you live it. Check out um episode one, two, three and four. This is the fifth episode where I'm breaking it down of what you should do to get to a million, the plan, as well as um, the holidays. The holidays are killing us. Don't um, participate in holidays and save that money and fast from that so that you could be able to um, utilize that money to be able to invest. Okay. Um, last thing. So I had a situation where um, – my old, my younger brother, I'm trying to um, get him to purchase a home. So I could have easily started putting the money to a side of what I'm going to contribute with him or give him the money. However, that's not the smartest thing to do because what if he doesn't um, complete his task? So what I chose to do is my younger brother said he wanted to save $279 for 18 months. What I did was 18 months for me is 36 biweekly periods. I took 36 biweekly periods, and I said I'm going to give him 36% of 279. Then the second biweekly period, 35%, then 34%, all the way down to 1%. And that um, that blueprint starts off with 36% is $99.36. Now, I'm not going to put that in account and not make any money off of it. I'm going to pay extra payments towards my mortgage. And the last payment, when it gets all the way down to 1%, is $2.76. Now, upon completion of that, then I'll just take a home equity line of credit and be able to give him the money if he stayed on track to keep up his thing. So the picture I'm trying to say is when people want to borrow money from you, you don't um, give it to them unless you hold them to task of an expectation of continuation. Brother Forrest, Brother Forrest, are you out there in the ether? Are you out there in the ether, Brother Forrest? Brother Forrest. Yes, I'm, I, I just want to let everybody know that I'm so appreciative of the opportunity. 
Yeah, I'm here, brother. But you know I'm not going to critique the show. Why do you keep trying to bring me on to critique the show when you know I'm not going to do oh, that? Oh, no, I don't want to critique it. But I just wanted to hear you. I just wanted to hear your voice. I just wanted to hear your voice. That was oh, it. Yeah, I just wanted I'm to hear your voice. I'm listening. I'm listening, okay, brother. Okay, no problem. I'm over here debating. So I, I'm over here I, I just debating with my it... son as we listen to you. As we listen to okay, you, debating I... whether we're going to buy an apartment building or we're going to buy um a move on a move up on the on the east side in the high rise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do your thing, okay. brother. Do your thing. Well, I just, I just, well, I'm closing the show now, and I just want to, I just, you know what, Brother Forrest, I want you to participate with this last thing, and then we're going to close the show. I just want you to repeat after me, Brother Forrest. You ready? I'm ready. A, a proper? Yeah, so, um, a proper? Portfolio? Portfolio? Prevent? Prevent? Poverty? Poverty? Permanently? Permanently. There it is. The proper portfolio prevents poverty permanently, and that's what we're trying to do here at Messiah Lifestyle. I hope I served everybody yes, well, and may peace be with everybody. Peace. Peace. <laughs>